Shabbat Shalom. How many people were here when Rabbi Kokab was here last time? See your hands? Just a few, just three or four. So you have a new group, new group. So for those that don't know uh, Rabbi um, Kokab Gadamu, if I said that right, um, amazing man, amazing wife and children. Uh, he uh, made his way out of Ethiopia on foot under tremendous uh, uh, threats of violence and crisis and turmoil. The story is amazing. He has a book that he's written concerning that story. It's inspiring every way. God moved in such powerful ways to keep his family in very desperate situations. It's a great read. Uh, you can get that. He'll tell you where. Uh, there's a website that we're going to put up here in just a moment. Um, but he is relocated in Jerusalem, and he has a messianic community in the heart of Jerusalem that he leads uh, an, uh, among a number of ministries that he's also doing. He's very, very busy uh, with all that the Lord has given to him. And it's a, a real treat to have him with us today. Uh, so please, won't you welcome Rabbi Kokab from Jerusalem. Shabbat Shalom. Before we do uh, everything, we proclaim Yeshua who are done seven times in Jerusalem. So I will teach you Hebrew word, then we will uh, proclaim seven times Yeshua who are done. That means Jesus is Lord. So Yeshua, Yeshua. who are done. Can you say it again? Yeshua who are done. That means Jesus is Lord. As you know, in Jerusalem, we are not uh, allowed to be openly, really practice our messianic faith. And also the Jews, they are not welcoming Yeshua as their Messiah. So what we do in Jerusalem every Shabbat, before we start the congregation, we have to proclaim that Yeshua who are done. For Jerusalem, for the Jewish people, he's the Messiah, he's the King of Kings. Amen. So seven times, why seven times? Seven is the number of God number, and also east, west, the four corner, and also sometimes the enemy attacking us on the air. Depression, discouragement, so we said, no, Yeshua who are done. And then sometimes we go down because when we walk to our journey, you know, the enemy always put obstacles. So yes, Yeshua who are done, so remove that obstacle from our journey, and then sometimes for ourselves, because sickness and disease is coming to our temple, so that's why Yeshua is our rofe, our healer, amen? So let's stand up, and you have to proclaim seven times like an Ethiopian or an Israeli, not an American, you know, Yeshua who Adon, no, Yeshua who Adon, amen? One, two, three, Yeshua who Adon, Yeshua who are done. 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 Give glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Really, it is a great privilege and joy for me to come back again here. I really appreciate Pastor 
Mark and Dan also, and the, the family, when I see the family really serving the Lord, that's a blessed family, really, especially in this age, you know, the children, they don't follow their father's and mother's steps, but that's a blessing, really, to have your family here also to serve the Lord in our generation, so praise the Lord, and I, I, I'm so grateful also to see new faces, and if you want to come to Jerusalem, welcome, and then you'll have new uh, congregation home also there and then you can uh, we will give you good falafel and shawarma there I know it's not there is no steak but there is shawarma and falafel amen hallelujah well um, as rabbi told you as pastor told you um, I have an amazing story I know I born from Ethiopia the Jewish family from the priesthood and during uh, the communist government, they were not uh, allowed the Jewish practice and also to worship God. So me and my wife, we flee from Ethiopia to Sudan, walking to the Sahara Desert. It took us one month to arrive to the destiny. Only nighttime we walk, daytime we hide from the communist government. That God miraculously delivered us many times from Deza, we were in Sudan six years, and then moved to Egypt one year, then Israel 1994. And after that, I was a leader for the sixth congregation in Israel. In the 90s, then you know, persecution came, and then I have to flee with my family to Canada in order to save my life. Then I was in Canada for two years, then I was decided to return back, but they put me in a blacklist as a missionary. So uh, we decided to come to Philadelphia with the Messianic Jewish Alliance. Then I established a congregation in Philadelphia and then uh, moved to Denver, actually here. My head office is here now in Aurora, but uh, we returned back in 2015, me and my wife to Israel. We established another congregation in Jerusalem, Amud Hayesh. And um, until COVID came, you know, the congregation was growing. But when COVID came, everything is changed. Uh, so I know uh, God is so faithful until now. We are alive. We survive. So that's that's good. So let's let's. Um, the Lord gave me a message to to give you this morning in order to encourage you. I know uh, after COVID, America also changed. Not only Israel and uh, the family also changed. There is a lot of um, uh, dis discouragement and loneliness and fear. That's also the enemy attacking a lot of uh, mess uh, messianic believers or believers in general. You know, they lost hope even in Yeshua because of the situation. Now, I would like to encourage you there is hope still. Yeshua is on throne. He can do great things for each of us. Amen. So let's start, let's stand up together, read Ezekiel chapter 37, uh, verse 1 to 10. I know a pastor, he will read for us, and after that, I'll, I'll give bones, came together to its bones. So we came together after COVID, even here, uh, to worship together. That's because of his grace. Amen? So let's. Yeah. And I will put your uh, website up on our Harvest Friends page yes. so that people can go there too. Thank so, you. Good. All right, Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley, and it was full of bones. 
He caused me to pass through them around and about, and behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley, and lo, they were very dry. He said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter you that you may come to life. And I will put sinews on you, make flesh grow back on you, cover you with skin and put breath in you that you may come alive and you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a rattling and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked and behold, sinews were on them and flesh grew and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and the breath on these slain, that they come to life. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they came to life. They stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. Amen. Can you say amen? Raise up your hands. Lord, in the name of Yeshua, Lord, thank you for this day. We are standing on the holy ground, Lord, to hear from you, Lord. Speak to us, Lord, and we ask you just to come and to pour out your Ruach Kodesh. In the name of Yeshua, we bind the spirit of discouragement, the spirit of sickness, the spirit of fear out from this place. Lord, come to this house. Energize your people in the name of Yeshua. Everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Have a seat. You know, God always has a purpose for each of us. Whether we are up or down, whether it is dry or it is, it is uh, uh, you know, normal life. Ezekiel, when he was prophesied, Israel was under captivity. And they take away all the Jewish people from the Holy Land, from Jerusalem, and took them into Babylon. You remember that Israel, Daniel... Uh, even even the, the three Jewish uh, leaders in Daniel chapter chapter three, and the news in Hemea, and all these uh, the Jewish leaders or the Jewish people, they were taken by force from the Holy Land, and then they hadn't any choice to worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in Babylon. So that time, they were very depressed and discouraged, and they lost hope on God. You remember, Jeremiah prophesied 70 years have to be fulfilled that prophecy. Then God rise up Ezekiel. Ezekiel means, Yehezkel means, God gives strength. Amen? God gives strength. Not people, not money, not, not citizenship, but God himself. He is the king of kings. He is the Messiah. He raised from the dead. He redeemed us by his blood. We are redeemed by the blood of Yeshua. Amen? 
You need to think that your provision is not coming from the White House. Your provision is coming from heaven. He is always looking at you every time, 24-7. Whether you are down or up, whether you have money or not, whether somebody is around you or you are alone, Yeshua always is there. Can you say amen? We need to act as an army of God. No matter what the situation looks like, dark, darker, but in our, in our God, in his sight, always he is the light. He is all. Yeshua is our all. Yeshua is our light. Can you say amen? This man, what I speak to you, my mom died when I was five. I was raised on the remote area, very remote area, no running water, no electricity. And my father was a priest. He was Cohen. And then when my mom died, he was 40 years old. He was young. But he has two choices. In order to keep his priesthood, in order to serve the Lord in the temple, he needed to make a, 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 a tough decision. If he remarried, he can't raise his five children. And then he can't, he can't go to the Holy of Holies. But if he not remarried, he can serve the Lord, but he can't really remarry again in order to keep his, his priesthood. So my dad decided not to remarry. But how he raised five children? I have three sisters and one brother. How he raised in the very remote area without a woman? So what he did, instead he distributed all my syllables, my sisters and my brother, to extended family, very far villages. And then he kept me alone with him in the very remote area. Why? Because God gave him a vision when I was in mom's womb, raise up the coming son, he will be like Samuel. He will serve me. That's why my father, he reluctant to send me to other places. Instead, he keeps me with him. So when I was inside, when I was in that village, my father sometimes left me alone in the middle of the night in a very humble hut, no even strong doors. One night, when my father left to the prayer in the middle of the night, when I wake up, I see hyena is coming to me. Hyena is coming to me. And then when I wake up, I see hyena is coming to kill me. And the only thing is what I did is just crying. When I cry, God sent an angel and he prevented me from death. It is real life. I have a book, Journey Beyond Imagination. You can see many miracles and signs and wonders in our life. Sometimes because you are living in America, it is very hard for you to believe in faith, to believe in miracles. But God is doing miracles Signs, wonders every day. Can you say amen? So these dry bones, they lost hope. They lost their faith because they are in captivity. The situation is coming dark and dark. Then God rise up a man who see beyond his circumstances. I want to encourage you to see beyond your circumstances. Can you say amen? We are not like an ordinary people. You know, other people, they are worried a lot because they don't have any hope. But we, 
have hope. Our hope has a way to pass many difficult situations. That's why you need to raise up inside. Why the Lord put you here in this city? Why he brought you from your family to receive him, to accept him? Because he has a purpose in your life. Can you say amen? So I don't want you to see your circumstances like your area. But you have to see beyond that. There is a hope. There is a hope beyond the circumstances. Imagine when the COVID started, me and my wife in Israel, we were on the 10th floor. For two months, we were not allowed to come down even. Everything was closed. Only the dog, if you, if you have a dog, they allowed you to come down from your apartment twice a day, only 100 meter walk from your apartment. We weren't even. And then when we see the television, my wife crying every day because in New York, you remember the first wave of COVID in New York, even the highest the richest city on the earth, they couldn't even say goodbye for their loved one. <laughs> you remember that? Don't forget, really, this is very important. Why the Lord gave you another life to live? In America, more than 2,500,000 people died during COVID. White House can't save her citizen. America can't save her citizen. The most superpower nation on the earth can't even save his citizen even to say goodbye for burial. My wife was crying every day. My children in Denver are dying before I see them. I said, God is so faithful. He gave us the children in order to bless us, not to kill them. We are here to serve him. We are an ambassador of God. We are an army of God. Like American soldiers when they went to uh, Iraq or Afghanistan, they don't worry about their families. They have one mission, to win the battle. We are here to win the battle, to bring restoration to our people. Don't worry about our children. If we are there with them, we can't save them from this. Only God can protect them. Can you say amen? amen. So, brother and sister, I want you to think a little bit about yourself. When, when you go to the mirror, the mirror shows you who you are. If you have anything here, he tells you the truth. He, tell, he doesn't care whether you are president or king. If you have something, he says that, oh, king, you have here something. You better to clean yourself. The same like that. The word of God is our mirror. Why he gave us the Lord another day, another time to live here? Not because of you are an American. Not because of you are a wealthy guy or because you are a smart guy. No, because of his grace. Because of his love. So what do you have to do for his kingdom? You know, Yeshua say in John chapter 10, you are my what? Do you remember what's that? John chapter 10. My sheep. Say it. You are what? So that means you are ba. That's Yeshua said. You are mat, what? 
my sheep. And then the sheep hear what? The shepherd's voice. So when I was in the village in Ethiopia, I had a cattle. I have to uh, protect them, you know, they mix it together, goat, goat, donkeys, cow, ox, and sheep, everyone. But when they come to give birth, they bring what? The sheep bring what? Sheep. It's so simple. Because they, they live together with donkey, with, with uh, ox, or with uh, uh, different animals, they don't bring any other animals except themselves. So that's why Yeshua say, you are what? My? So the sheep bring what? So simple. You are smart Americans, you know that. The sheep bring what? So, when the Lord provides you this house, when provide you leadership, and uh, always don't come by yourself here. That's not the way life. You need to do something for his kingdom. The sheep bring what? So you are sheep? Are you sheep? You are not an American. You are sheep. So, yeah, good boy. So next time when I come, I want to see more sheep here. Some of the people, especially, uh, I know, not only Americans, other people also, they have different opinion about the, the congregation growth. Or the church. They said, oh, leader, Pastor Mark, he didn't do his right work. He don't really work hard in order to bring new people. That's wrong motivation. Pastor Mark's responsibility is to feed the sheep right word and to keep them from wolf. The sheep responsibility is to keep, to bring what? More? And then to bring for what? To the shepherd. Can you say amen? amen? Do you understand my English? I don't think you understand. That's very important, brother and sister, because when after COVID, you know, I travel a lot in Israel or Europe or in Africa, you know, I cover my face with my wife. Sometimes 14 hours on the plane. They were not allowed even to walk except restroom. And you can't breathe. Even they allowed you to uh, open your mask when you eat. We were in prison. And the Lord brought out of that. He gave us another life to live. He gave us another day. He gave us another year. Why? You need to ask why. Why the Lord prevent you from COVID? Because he has a purpose in your life. Can you say amen? No matter what, whether you have money or you don't, whether you have house, whether you have work, it doesn't matter. God is your resource. Can you say amen? So I want you to rise up again inside, like these bones. Sometimes the Lord brought to take you to the desert in order to store big vision. COVID is a desert. COVID is a desert. That why he allowed you to pass all this desert like Moses, like Joseph, like me. 
He has a big purpose in your life. So in your bones, in your SM, in Hebrew, in your bones, there is big vision to come. That's why you need to rise up. You need to smile every morning. Can you say amen? The joy of what? What? The joy of the Lord what? Say it again. Did you eat your breakfast this morning? Okay, the, do, the joy of the Lord, say it. Is what? Every morning when you wake up, instead of complaining about snow and everything, you have to say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Let me tell you one simple question. Simple things. I know. Do I have time? Do I have time? I am I'm okay almost. That's fine. Okay. You're so kind. I know. I know. You know, when you born, do you remember what you did? The first day when you come up to your mom's womb, do you remember what you did? No? How come? You are very smart and American. You need to know. When you come out of your mom, the first day, what you, the first minute, what you do? Hey, why you cry? You are surrounding with a lot of doctors and white people around you. And then you say, yes, hey, why? Why you cry? And the other, the other things really, uh, I was questioning myself was, Surrounding your family says that, hallelujah, she's a girl, he's a boy, congratulations, but still you cry. <laughs> you cry and other people, they jump. <laughs> and then you born what? Naked. <laughs> you remember that? Even you are an American, you born naked. <laughs> eh, naked. I said, God, why is that? Even in Ethiopia, when I was, I was born in a very dark area, and no electricity, no running water, the same I did. <laughs> but here also in America, you said, <laughs> who told you to cry? Who gave you this knowledge? But you born naked. And then you go back, what? Naked. And then I was studying also. I see, okay, Lord, okay. I cried, I know, because I came the fallen world. You know why you cry? You prefer to stay in your mom's womb. Because when you come out of your mom's womb, there is a fallen world. You expect great challenges on the earth. That's why you cry. But the Lord gave you certain years, like maybe 40, 60, 80, whatever it is. As you born naked, when you raise up, the Lord gave you good men, mind, knowledge, and then he bless your hands work, and then you do whatever you want to do here, then at the end, you'll die. Do you know that you're dying? You'll die one day. When you die, it is opposite. Quietly. You go quietly. You don't say nothing. And you don't take with you anything also. Just you quietly you go, but the people they are say jumping when you born, they start to cry. 
you go quietly surrounding people they cry why because they lost the help that the one who hold their burden within that's why they cry and i ask god why is that so he took me to matthew chapter 25 you remember you born naked you go back naked the lord gave you a lot of provision while you are on the earth he gave you everything for his kingdom not for yourself and then you go quietly because you stand in front of the king when you go to in front of the king you are not allowed to speak only the king speak and then the king says that open the books when the books are open and if your name is not written there for 40 years 80 years or 50 years the lord gave you abundant blessing abundant knowledge here to serve him and now your time is done then the lord says open your name okay if if there is no your name you go to hell it's true so why the lord gave you another day to live for his purpose for his kingdom if you have good mind good hands play piano play guitar worship him if the lord gave you a counseling spirit go and encourage people if the lord gave you finances put for the kingdom of god because you remember you born naked you go back naked it doesn't help you it doesn't help you whether you are rich or poor it doesn't help you for the kingdom of god except you have to sow it so brothers and sisters i want to encourage you there is a time of now change say change it's very important to change change in, in israel you know that's the last word said when we went to me and my wife in 2015 we left our children here and went back then to establish a congregation it was not easy to open a congregation in jerusalem in the middle of orthodox jews they are against they want to kill us they, you, are, you are christian you are not jews why well, i said i'm israelis and i'm jewish no you are not jewish you believe in yeshu they said yeshu no I'm, i don't believe in yeshu i believe in yeshua then what they do when we rent a place to worship the orthodox Jews they came to discourage us to stop us but i have a, a legal right to worship so what they do they they rent another room beside me and then what they do every thursday all the haredim young people the orthodox they come they drink a lot and what they do at night they make pee in front of my congregation all the way all the way all of them they come and then they do pee do pee and then when i go to friday morning you can't even close around that stinky bad smell why they want to discourage us they want to close that congregation what i did every morning friday my work for three months i wake up in the morning i take clorox and, and soap i have to clean the area i have to wash everything for sabbath service 
That was my part. And then they tried, they tried, they tried, they give up. But still we exist. Brother and sister, the challenge always there. Because we are living in a fallen world. You need to stand up with your leader. You, you need to increase, you know, um, strengthen his hands. And like Moses, Joshua, they, they, when, when Joshua fight a good fight, Moses when you, are le you have a good life, a good family, you have to remember that because of your leader prayer. <laughs> That's why you have responsibility to strengthen. We have challenges as a leader. I serve the Lord 25 years as a full-time minister. Everywhere. Every day, new challenges. <laughs> Some people think that we are an angel. We are not an angel. We are human beings like you. We have a lot of struggle. We have a lot of challenges. But you're, you're important. You are part of this family. You need to strengthen the leader's hand in prayer, supporting, and encouraging. Not always expect encouragement from only from your leader. You have to encourage also your leaders. Yeah. That's, that's the way. Sometimes it is good also to invite Dan and the pastor to a good restaurant. It's good. We love you, pastor. We stand with you no matter what. We love you because the Lord gave us leader here. That's why because of you, you are here. That is important. Bones to bones. Come together. For what? For one purpose. To continue to be a light for the kingdom of God. Especially in our country, here in our city. By the way, I'm American citizen too. I'm Israeli citizen, American citizen. You know, I'm crying also for America, especially my wife. Every morning she cries for America. When you see even the city here, you see what, what kind of life we love in the school, what kind of things they, they learn the children. No? And this, this is, this is, this is uh, true. We are going darker and darker. But God have a remnant here. You and we have responsibility to stand on the gap. Can you say amen? So rise up and shine. Stand up and then let's pray. Pastor Malcolm, I would like to pray for you before I, I finish. I know it's, I took a little time. Uh, could you raise up? Could you raise up? Lord, in the name of Yeshua, I release your anointing upon these people. I know we are standing here to serve you, Lord. I know we came naked, we go back naked. But the Lord gave us, you gave us a life to live here in order to be your representative. We are an ambassador of God. Lord, in the name of Yeshua, pour out your zeal in this place and give them open heart to give a testimony for others, to bring new souls to your kingdom, to bring new sheep to your kingdom. Expand your territory in this place. Bless this congregation. Bless Pastor Mark and Dan, Lord. Bless Yeshua, Lord. Bless all the people who are here. We give you all glory. In Yeshua's mighty name we pray. Everybody say.